What's up, guys, and welcome back to another holiday edition of Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. So we're going to go ahead and do our two movies today for our Flesh and Potatoes segment. Um, Full disclosure, by the way, we were given screeners for these movies. Uh, One of them I asked for, actually, from uh, Secret Santa, who uh, Wild Eye Releasing uh, did put out, and they were graciously enough able to give us one. So, uh, And also, uh, we were hit up by uh, one of the representatives, I believe it was for Lionsgate Films, that wanted us to review a copy of Once Upon a Time at Christmas. Also, by the way, guys, we did our Grave Plots this past Monday. If you haven't listened to that, we did a awesome Grave Plots about the Yuletide Strangler which is a pretty cool holiday movie that we made up, um, and I think you should check it out if you haven't already. Plus, we did our news and a really kick-ass horror shot that actually tasted pretty freaking good. Mm -hmm. So you should check that out. But we're going to go ahead and just jump right the fuck in to our Flesh and Potatoes segment of... Holiday Mayhem. We're going to do that right now. Alright guys, so we're going to kick it off for our Flesh and Potatoes segment right now, and we're going to start it off with our first holiday horror movie, or holiday mayhem movie, which is Secret Santa, which is actually was put out in 2015, uh, pretty much as we've mentioned in the other podcast episode, it didn't come out until pretty much 2016 for the general public, it pretty much made these festival circuit rounds uh, at different uh, events, I think there was like Blood in the Snow Festival that they did, and a few others. The story is, Secret Santa tells the story of a group of eccentric college kids struggling to get through the hectic exam period. A liquor-filled party is planned, adding a secret Santa exchange for fun. Little do our characters know, a killer is in town and has a special present for all the good and bad girls and boys. <laughs> that was actually written by the director and writer, uh, who is Mike Mikey McMurrin. And uh, he actually has done shorts like Demon Bitch and Beneath. Uh, as well as a few other things that he's done. He also does editing and pretty much everything. 
uh, you know, as most of us do when we start creating stuff in the beginning because we can't afford to pay for like 16 <laughs> different fucking people on a movie. Exactly. Um, this movie was made on a $6,000 budget, by the way. Which is crazy. Which is pretty good for what they came up with. Um, some of the cast is Annette Wozniak, who plays Nicole, the webcam uh, hero, <laughs> I guess you could call her. Yeah. Uh, she was also in the movie Bite, which was about that group of girls that go to some like secret location in a cave, and then she gets bit. And I never saw it, but it looks kind of cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it stars Jeff Almond, who plays Dwayne, a.k.a. the silly funny guy, slacker guy sort of thing. Uh, he was also in the Demon Bitch short. He also is in a new movie coming out called Statutory Violence 2, which has a lot of alarms raised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm wondering, like, what that's all about. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a, fir- uh, uh, a first one. one. Yeah. <laughs> also, it stars Keegan Chambers, who is Carissa. Uh, she was in Human Cattle Short, Art of, the Ob- Art of Obsession, and a TV series show called E-L-E-L, I assume. Uh, it also stars Brent Baird, who is Brian, the cheating boyfriend. He was in a movie, or he was in Cancer, which is spelled C A N S W E R. So, can answer? I don't know. Exorcism of the Dead and Bloody Romeo. Also stars Nicole Koalas, who plays Olivia or Liv. She was also in Human Cattle Short. Tony Nash is in this movie. He plays Professor Ramsey. He was in the Damien TV show for one episode, a movie called Fake News, and Transference Escape the Dark. But yeah, so like I said, I mean, this is a low-budget film. What did you think of this movie uh, when you first saw it? This is both our first times, by the way. I I, I wasn't into it at all <laughs> at first. Um, it grew on me as it progressed. Okay, like probably about mid the midway points of the movie. Like it, I don't know. I mean, it literally hits every single fucking stereotype for a college kid possible that you could fucking hit. Like, right. There's the girl that's paying for college to buy webcamming. There's the guy that snorts Adderall. There's the fucking cheating boyfriend. You know, there I mean, There was ev- a lot of college everything. jokes in there, too. So yeah. it, it kind of made me wonder if it was literally written in college or made in college. I feel like it. You know, and then and, and then it looks like my biggest struggle is that it looks like it's filmed in the fucking 90s. Like, everything looks so old. Right. Well, it's supposed to be a retro film. Right, which which I didn't know going into it, so I wasn't familiar with that at mm-hmm. all. I'm like, why does this look so fucking old? And, and it bothered me. I was like, this is supposed to be a current movie, but it looks like it's from the late 80s, like early 90s. Everything looks old. Well, it's kind of hip nowadays, you know, to do the retro thing I, a little bit. I guess, but I don't know. I just, I wasn't sold on it at first, and it took me a while to become interested and then i started being like can't take this seriously (laughs) and then it was a little more fun and silly and i don't know i saw the big plot twist coming in the first 20 minutes of the movie so yeah i I, I figured it out really quickly so i was just kind of disappointed i definitely did not see that coming yeah i don't know i think i just pick up on little things like that and always assume the worst from them so (laughs) i don't know (laughs) like at the end like i ended up not hating it as much as i did in the beginning right but I mean, it's still, I don't know. I just, I just thought that it was a cool concept, just executed badly. Okay. 
Well, I mean, I personally, for the first thing, just first off, the cover for this movie is kick-ass. The like, cover's it is, awesome, yeah. It's, it's fucking amazing. Like, I was like, wow. I don't, I, it's I, super I, retro. Yeah, I couldn't, I didn't, I, I don't, I tried to look a little bit for the artwork, who did the artwork, but I couldn't really find it. So, I don't know who it is, but they did an amazing job on the artwork alone. Like, it's just so colorful and, like, interesting, and it makes you want to see, like, yeah. what the fuck. It looks like a cavity color shirt. Right. Um. So, I... I I love that. That was insanely good. Um, this movie in particular for me, it felt like it was like a better done homemade or college film. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh, it's pretty straight to the point. You know, killer kills people and silly gruesome home kills by secret Santa gifting. Basically, he gifts them the implement of death that they'll be killed with. Yeah, which I thought was cool. That is kind of interesting. Also, uh, it has some, you know, decent gore and kills for a low budget flick as it was, Mm -hmm. you know, for $6,000. It's definitely in the vein of some self-aware tongue-in-cheek humor. Like, it's self-aware of, you know, how ridiculous it is. Uh, Some of the jokes really didn't land for me, but... You know, there was some genuine laughs on my part, whether it's inadvertent or not. The humor was very forced. Yeah, it was a little forced. Very forced. Um, It's kind of schlocky, you know, in the sense of like Thanksgiving in a way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Done in sort (laughs) of like that retro vibe that uh, a lot of people like to uh, get in. So you see the like grainy effect on the screen, you know, to kind of like dirty up the film and give you kind of that old retro pastiche feel that you would get. You know, was those movies that you would have watched back mm-hmm. in the day. Uh, though I didn't really, like you said, it felt like it was in the 90s. I honestly felt like it was current and I didn't really take, I didn't associate with it. I just felt like it just had film grain over it. Yeah. Well, it just, it felt old. Okay. Like it, to didn't, me, it didn't feel like a 2000s like film. Really? You know I, I, mean? I like, thought it did. It felt older. Didn't feel that but old it could have just been by whatever, like how those, their houses were de- fucking decorated or like how the, whatever fil- filter they put over the film. Right. They did it or how they edited it. I don't know. It felt old. Some it, of the it things. It didn't feel current. It didn't feel new. It felt. Hmm. I didn't dated. get that. I felt like it was. It felt new with like trying to make it look old. Yeah. Even though I didn't really associate some of the clothing or anything with it. Yeah. Like it was kind of all over the place. Like it felt kind of current. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Well, I like some of the music in it. Some of the, the synth uh, like dark vibe. Uh, not the intro song necessarily, although it was okay. Uh, it had some odd choices of edits though too. Like they went too long. Mm-hmm. Like the timing was all off. But you know who do? How do I? What do I know? Maybe it was intentional to try to give it that old like we fuck shit up kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they yeah. kind of like like some movies do that for that retro thing because those are part of the retro feel is that those mistakes were always in there. Mm-hmm. And that's the schlocky 80s, 90s thing is to enjoy that. Um, kind of, I just, I don't know. The, the timing on it just felt really weird to me. But I mean, if you like low budget silliness with some gore, it's probably perfect for you, but it's not a blockbuster film by any means. It's, Probably more in line with like Thanks Killing, maybe not as like, uh, the humorous <laughs> as that. Yeah. Um, it's a little more nicer, even though it has some kind of like adult tropes and themes to it. It's more of a, hey guys, let's order some pizza and beer and like fucking sit around and yeah, laugh. It's a silly kind of like holiday slasher esque B movie. Right. And it's a comedy. So, I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's up to the people who who make it or listen to it or enjoy it right if it's funny to you yeah i don't know i thought some of it was funny there was stuff that i was laughing at that just kind of 
I think it's when it was like a little more um, improv mm-hmm. that I actually enjoyed it because I like that off the cuff kind of thing. Yeah, so. I appreciated it more when I realized that it was only a six thousand dollar budget. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. A really yeah. good job for that kind of money. Yeah, that's impressive. I think so too. Like I think they did a pretty damn good job for yeah, three thousand. The effects were really 000. good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, man, how much did you cheat your fucking special effects person? <laughs> no, I don't think they did. Damn. They just they just used it well. Yeah, they did a good job. Plus, you know, and and I've and there's a lot of you know interesting stuff on this. Like I've listened to the the director, and he was like, you know, some of his. Uh, you know, hey, to be inspired by a movie, it doesn't cost like as much. It doesn't cost $300,000 to make a movie these days, guys. Like you could just go out with a DLR, whatever, mm-hmm. go out and make a fucking movie. Um, I, d- I definitely didn't think it was a bad, a bad movie. It's not a like, you know, oh, my God, I got to rush out and get this it's movie. It's not going to win any awards anytime soon. It, but maybe, it's, maybe. Like, I don't know. Well, you know, but it's not like fucking terrible no no it's inspiring because it makes you kind of want to like you know go out and make one yourself in a way you know like it inspired me makes me when i watch these kind of movies i think man i could go out and do that you know what i mean like maybe but it's like so many different working pieces it's not like you're gonna get sag award people to act in your movie (laughs) because it costs way too fucking much money exactly there is some interesting trivia about this, though. The movie is based off the short with the same name, which they used as sort of a pitch reel, like a like a three or four minute thing that they did um, to try to get an idea out there. And then they put up a Kickstarter, not a Kickstarter, but a crowdfunding source to try to get the money together to do this. And they were able to get some money for it, and it kind of got into a festivals, and uh, it did it. But I'm not 100% sure, but... I believe Mikey McMurrin is actually in the film, even though he's not credited, because he looks a lot like one of the carolers in the movie. I don't know if you noticed that, but you want to get into details about that. I'm just saying. Oh, no. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know because he didn't the get credited. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I looked at like videos and pictures of him and was like, God, he looks like that the guy with the top hat. Mikey McMurrin said that uh, the idea came from working in retail around the holidays, <laughs> and he was just like fucking hating the season That's because of it. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it just he just was done with mm-hmm. the holidays because of that, and so he started writing this script. A lot of the people that he worked with on shorts and stuff, and that he went to college with, and people that he knew uh, doing this stuff. He asked to be a part of it and said, "Hey, well, I'll write you into the story, and let's do this." And they agreed, and then they got the crowdfunding money and they just kicked it off they actually shot it in about 15 days total like overall like 15 days which is not bad and they did it over weekends too so it wasn't like 15 consecutive days 15 consecutive days so they had to keep coming back to it because that's when they could do it so neat i I admire that actor brent baird actually right cheating boy yeah the brian guy the cheating boyfriend he actually took a real bong hit In that scene where Carissa comes in when he's at his house, he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, yeah, yeah. He actually said that was his first day of shooting. And he was like, you could call it method acting if you want. Uh, He's like, but I thought to myself. (laughs) Or that I was nervous. Yeah. He was like, you know, but I thought to myself, yeah, this is cool. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he didn't take a bong hit and he was just making a joke. But it seemed like he actually took a real bong hit. He probably did. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was just talking about the fact that he was actually taking a bong hit on the sh- the movie. Right. But it seemed like he was saying I'm that sure he, had, he actually did it. Yeah. Because he said Canada. method acting. Who cares? <laughs> he said if you're method acting, I mean, that means yeah. you really get into the role. Exactly. Um, 
Mikey is actually working on another project right now called The Final Ride, which is, I'm assuming, an anthology. And one of the stories in the movie that he's going to be doing is about a 80s exercise guy that's kind of... <laughs> that's like a ghost. Oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> so he's like... Like wearing the 80s outfits and stuff, but he's also kind of like a wrestler type guy. Oh, my God. I watched the trailer, so the campaign trailer that they're trying to raise money for this for. And he's like, you can work out. Like, he's almost like fucking snap into a Slim Jim fucking guy <laughs> trying to tell people to work out and Holy stuff. Shit. So I thought it was kind of funny. You're like the dude from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, that's just. wants to get drop kicked in the face and we're in these right. bad boys. Or whatever the fuck he says. But the guy's like a ghost and he's like haunting people and I telling love them it. to exercise. That is excellent. <laughs> I think that's funny. I don't know. That's so cool. Essentially, he's putting together several shorts in this one movie. Stupid fucking idea, but it's so fucking stupid. It, it's brilliant. funny. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's pretty much all the trivia I have on that. Um, for those of you that do not want anything spoiled um, for this movie. Bye. You probably shouldn't listen past here and maybe check in with when we start the next movie. We won't spoil these movies. We'll give you a heads up on everything. But if you don't want these things spoiled, you definitely do not want to listen past this because we like to kind of like digest some of the movie and what we liked or didn't like about the movie. And we talk about that during our favorite scenes. So if you don't mind that, stick around or come back after you watch the movie. So we won't mind. Um, there was, uh, do you have any favorite scenes or scenes that you want to talk about that maybe bothered you or you liked? I wouldn't say anything really bothered me necessarily. Like none of the scenes really were. Well, you seemed like you didn't like it at first. Bothersome. Like what was, what was it that bothered just you the, the most? The story was just stupid. That, okay. was, that was the biggest thing to me. I was like, they're literally hitting every single fucking college stereotype possible. Like come the fuck on. I couldn't relate to it because I didn't really do the whole real college thing. You know what I mean? Like I did community college. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've seen movies though that are based in college right like college comedies sure, or but like there was whatever. jokes literal jokes in it that i didn't really understand that only a college kid would understand yeah and i felt like that was kind of like it's almost like they were writing it for their friends like that were in college yeah. yeah i get yeah i feel that but I, I don't know like i just my biggest annoyance about it was like i thought the con the idea behind the movie was cool just executed poorly as far as like it got wishy-washy here and there like it went started off kind of strong in this idea and then went way the fuck over this way okay <laughs> and then they borrowed super heavily from like the strangers okay in the end and i'm just like god damn like come on like stick to it you know what i mean like and they tried to do too many different diversion tactics to make you oh yeah i don't well, know it I, got I, a little too fucking squirrely i look at it as this like at least they tried Oh, for sure. With different techniques and stuff. And that's his first uh, feature film. I don't film. fucking fault them for it. Like, don't get me wrong. No, just, I know. It just didn't work for me. Some movies don't even attempt to do that, though. Right. Is what I'm saying. It just didn't... They're a little diversion tactics and them trying to make the story a little bit more difficult to un, like to follow completely unwrap. or to unwrap. Yeah. <laughs> no, pun completely intended. Yeah, right. Um, Just didn't work. It fell flat for mm -hmm. me. So I just... And I... Like I said, I knew what was going to happen at the end. I knew the plot twist 20 minutes into the movie really well like, don't jump to that i'm not yet. gonna jump to that yet but i just i knew like as soon as i like met specific people like yeah. these characters like i absolutely fucking saw it coming and i mean i'm pretty good at that for the most part so that's something that like i'm you know oh we gotta go back to what to kind of explain what the story's about so basically the entire idea behind this movie is that they're getting through exams um and 
you know, it's it's college, it's final exams week, everybody's kind of stressed, and, you know, you've got your girl that's trying, worried about paying for college, you've got the boyfriend that's cheating on said girl paying for college with her best friend that she lives with, and then you've got the... Slacker guy who doesn't st- care about college. Slacker that snorts Adderall, that doesn't yeah. fucking study, and he does the cram session 48 hours before, and he gets so fucking blitzed out of his mind on Adderall and caffeine that he's just, hi- like, hallucinating shit. And then you have your stereotypical college professor fucking his intern. Right. Or whatever the fuck she is. Teacher's aide. I mean, I'm sure that happens a lot more than we realize. All the time. Yeah. All the time. So, but I mean, that's why I'm saying it was stereotypical because I'm like this, everyone figures that that happens and they just make it happen. But so these are like your general basic characters, right? So initially you meet drunk girl, Carissa and Jerry who we see for all of 10 minutes in the first, or five minutes in the Wait, beginning Jerry? of the movie. Which That's her Jerry? name. The girl who gets her eyes Oh, okay, out. yeah, yeah. Um, so she's taking her home because obviously she got well, kicked out of the don't club. Don't spoil it, but just kind of like, you know what I mean? But yeah, but this is your first like initial interaction into the story, right? Right. Like, so then that's when you know that there's like some crazy killer. But you which, don't know who it is. Also, which was an issue for me because they backtracked this really weird. Like how your initial interaction with him and then it's like... That's it. Right. And then it gets confusing. Yeah. So that was my biggest problem because I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Like, why'd they do this part? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the whole general concept is that Liv, which is like the chick that's fucking the professor. Right. They want to have this party to like relax or whatever after exams, which is the lamest goddamn fucking party. And do their secret Santa. Yeah. The lamest fucking party I've ever seen in my life, by the way. But, um, and they do, they do a secret Santa gift exchange. Cause it's like all the three of these girls or four of these girls or whatever live together. And then there's like the boyfriend and then the friend and whatever. Right. So it's this group of friends. And so they do the secret Santa gift exchange. Well, ideally what ends up happening is they pick them off one by one. We pick, don't need to talk. Yeah. yeah they pick them off one by it. one, with whatever gift that you get. Right. So whatever gift you get is how you die. Yeah. Essentially. But that's when they catch on to it is silly. But and it takes like a few twists and turns a little bit. Yeah. But that's pretty much the general idea. Secret Santa gifts you what you're going to die by. Right. Pretty much. And then you have to figure out how they get their gifts hijacked and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Do you have any favorite scenes that you did like? Like that that you appreciated in this one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's more towards the middle, though. So. Okay. That's fine. Whatever. Go ahead. I would go first. Oh, I can do that if you want. Yeah. Um, one of the things I thought, like, I noticed one of the shots that I liked, there's the oven shot when she pulls out her food for the party. She, like, had the cameras inside the oven. Oh. <laughs> and then the oven drops down and she pulls out her food from underneath. I know it's just, like, a little thing, but I just, like... Oh, like, you just had, like, a little camera trick. I thought that was one of the best shots in the freaking movie. Oh, that's like, cute. Yeah, I thought you were talking about, like, a specific scene, but I kind of like how you are talking about that. Yeah, like, yeah, she, no. Just the camera work, yeah. Yeah, I like the camera work there. I thought that was, like, kind of Smart. a cool idea. Yeah. It was definitely an idea that I, if I would have seen, I think if I would have seen more of that in the movie, it would have helped flow it a it little bit better. A sophisticated view. Right. So I think, yeah, if they would have done a little bit more, like, smart things like that, it would have elevated the movie a little more, but... Cute. My, the other that. ones that I have are pretty much when the party starts, because it took me a while to really kind of like soak this in. Yeah. You know, you see, you know, the carolers, she pukes on her at the party or after the party when she gets kicked out of the bar in the beginning and then the girl dies and then. Yeah, that scene's not even that dynamic, though. So that's why it's like. It was kind of the camaraderie is really what you were trying to get like there. Five to ten minutes, but it's still stupid. Right. So you're like. But it was funny when she puked on her. That was funny. Yeah. Well, you saw that <laughs> coming, like, but Jesus. you're like, oh, what a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would have fucking left her on the floor. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have carried her inside. I would have left her outside. Well, they, like, kill you her. Freeze, bitch. <laughs> well, they, like, kill her with the fucking drill in her eye. Yeah, she he- opens her fucking Christmas, her Secret Santa present, and it's a power drill. And she's like, what the fuck? So, uh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and then, uh, it's just, he puts a pillow over her face. And drills and into her head. And then drills into her head, and like her eye pops out. And I'm like, that's dumb. It looked like a real eye. It did. It looked cool. I think they might have used a sheep eye or something. Like the, yeah, it looks like a sheep eye. Yeah. In my experience recently yeah. with sheep eyes. It looks yeah, really. Like a sheep eye. <laughs> Didn't it though? A little yeah. bit, yeah. <laughs> totally. I poked a lot of them yesterday. So. Well, they're usually like oval, like, <laughs> yeah. right? Like the, 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 the color or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're completely round. And then like the actual, um, like where the color, iris or whatever, the color of their yeah. eye is, it's more of like an almond shape. Yeah. But yeah, it it, it looked more human-esque than sheep. I don't know if maybe it wasn't sheep, but I looked think real cow eyes are a little bit more realistic to human. Yeah, they usually, that's what they usually make you do in but school. But the cow eyes are too big. Yeah, they're pretty they're big. They're goddamn yeah. gigantic. Yeah. So I would say probably a lamb or a sheep. Something. Well, they or were, goat if they were in college, they probably had access to the shit like that. Easily, Yeah. But yeah, that's, I don't know. That scene was just like, meh. Yeah. It would have been cooler if they didn't put the pillow over her face, but I can see with. It helped. I'm sure. It did. With, with the budget. Like, with the budget and then with their scope of how far they could really take their effects work and stuff right. too. Right. Yeah. How do you drill into I your head without like making a whole mold? they didn't have the means to do it. So that's why they went the direction that they did. But right. I also feel like if that's the case, you should have switched up the death. But that's. Just me, right? Um, so it fell flat. But. There, there was a part when uh, when they invite the professor over Ramsey, yeah, and the hot John Snow looking it, fucking which, professor, yeah, which was like totally awkward. Like it was a like it was awkward because the whole scene was way too long. It was too long. It was so fucking aggravating. Um, and not only that, it was awkward because of how they act. The characters are acting, and it just it just was really uncomfortable. So in a way, like he executed that. He did they, it well. They yeah, did it really in a way well. They, it worked. Yeah, because like. It really showed that it was very uncomfortable. But there was this one part when they finally give in because she was like, guys, can you please just help me out and make him feel comfortable? Like, I really like him and he's a nice guy and da 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 And then he's like, hey, where'd you get that jacket, uh, Ramsey or Professor Ram- or Preston? Preston. And he's like, he's like, oh, it's funny you should ask that. I got this from my grandfather who blah, blah, blah. And he was like, puts his hand on his back and he's like, oh, don't touch it. Don't touch it, though. <laughs> I cracked up when I, I heard that. That shit made me laugh. Yeah, I was laughing. And I'm sure that that was actually like, uh, it could have been improv. I feel like it was. It Because it felt real. It felt real, It felt yeah. organic. It did. It absolutely did. So I felt like that was a lot of improv. What about you? Was there any was other really scene? Funny. Uh, let's see. I, <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So this is when it's, it turned around for me. <laughs> okay. And it was like for the all the dumbest fucking reasons ever is why it turned around for me. Like this is when I started to just let loose and just be like, this obviously is fucking dumb. Like they're not trying to be serious, but dude. So the the fucking drunk chick, Carissa or whatever, her gift is a fucking dirty ass hair dryer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's useful. It's disgusting. Yeah. She's it like, looks... well, I guess at least I can use my present. Yeah. Each of these <laughs> presents, by the way, guys, if you have or haven't seen this, you know that it's like. They're old and used. They're weird, yeah. yeah. And they're old, like, old, used, and just weird, random shit. So, <laughs> she, 
<laughs> she randomly decides during this party she's going to go take a bath. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, no, no. It's because she tries to screw Dwayne. Oh, yeah. And he can't get it up she because he doesn't. She tries to fuck Dwayne, but he's all like Adderall fueled and like can't get a boner. Or right. Whatever. She's trying to make Brian jealous. That's right. Right. So again. Oh, okay. Stupid. Now I know what you're talking yeah. about. So she. Do you have anything prior to that before I. It doesn't matter. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so she. <laughs> After she can't fuck this dude, right? Because he can't get a heart on. So she decides, still, it's still fucking weird. She's they're having a party and she's going to go take a fucking bath, right? <laughs> Stupid. So she goes and she gets in the tub. And all of a sudden, like, you know, they just show, like, feet and the door open and feet come in, right? And you can tell that it's obviously, like, right. the secret Santa or whatever, like the killer. And she's like, fuck off, Dwayne. Like, it's not going to happen or whatever. <laughs> and then she, like, looks at the dude. Well, he plugs in the fucking hairdryer. Yeah, you right? see him plug it he in. He yeah. plugs it in. And it's this stupid, dinky-ass, like, hotel hairdryer, by right. the way. It's a piece of shit. And then she just, like, she's still talking, like, get out, you know, or whatever. And then she looks over, and it's this guy in the ski mask with this stupid dinky hair dryer in his hand and she's like oh my god <laughs> who are you and then he <laughs> fucking chucks the hair dryer at her in the tub he turns it on and chucks the hair dryer at her while she's in the tub and it fucking is too short and it misses it falls out of the fucking socket and <laughs> it on the pulls floor out of the socket and hits the floor in front of the toilet <laughs> that's like a solid like foot and a half away from the tub yeah. and there's this glorious moment where they're just staring at each other yeah. And she's just like, uh, what? <laughs> like, and it was, it was awesome. Like, that the, was a good funny part. It was so well timed. I don't know. Like, if, if it, that the, the also moment felt of them looking at each other is really great. funny. Yeah. It was great. And it's, it felt <gasps> super organic too. Like, it was very improv to me. Like, I don't know if maybe well, that no, no. wasn't the intention, the, but the way I pictured that scene in my I head immediately it. was like, they were like, we're going to shock her, right? And then they were like, fuck, how do we do that, do in, we this do that house? in this house? Yeah. Right. And then they were like, well, maybe we could just make a joke about it. It was so funny. Do you know what I mean? It's it like one well of those things out. that just like happens on the spot because you're like, yeah. how do we make this happen? It was funny. And then he just beats her head with it. I didn't even And care. her head looks kind of fucked up. It looked too. good. They, yeah. they did a good job, but it was just, oh my fucking God, it was so funny. Like just that scene, I was, I was crying. One scene that just felt. I was laughing so fucking hard. That felt made me feel a little more uncomfortable, a little bit. Not uncomfortable, but like being that me and you actually happen to know a lot of people in the webcam modeling industry, because Arizona, by the way, guys, is apparently one of the number one places to do webcamming. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I did it for a little while. Did you? Okay. See, so yeah, like everybody's fucking done this shit. Um, but yeah, so like. She tells her boyfriend that she does this because she's like hiding it from Brian. I was the worst one ever, but and, I did and, it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's, there's some kind of funny stuff in it, but it, it's it's it kind of runs a little too long, I think, Absolutely. in some of the scenes. It's a running gag throughout the entire movie right. that just doesn't play out. Right. But she does this. She does web modeling for a living to pay off her school bills and her tuition and stuff like that. And she tells him and she confesses that she really likes it and everything. And then he doesn't know what to do with it because he's just like, I don't know if I can have a girlfriend that does this right which is a pretty normal thing understandable pretty understandable to uh, but but they go a little bit further and and knowing what i do and other people i know it's kind of like they wouldn't tolerate that kind of nonsense <laughs> like webcam models you know what i mean right they're typically like they may hide it but they are pretty proud of what they do yeah um so she's no like shame in it. he's like well i guess She's like, you know what? I thought about it and I don't know, you know, I would I just want to take you anyway that I can have you. Like I'll settle. 
Yeah. Like, that's kind of how he says it. And then she's just like, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. That did bother me. It did. I know. It's stupid to, to point no. out. And it really doesn't matter. And I know they weren't trying to make a statement. But well, for me personally, it was just like, oh. That that and the fact of when they talk about, like, how the money that she's making, like, kind of played into how they just don't really understand that kind of world. Maybe. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, I make up to $500 a week. And I'm like, bitch, you suck. <laughs> if that's all you're fucking making in a week, yeah. like that sucks. Like I know girls that make fucking tons of money and they work for four hours in a fucking week. Yeah, and they make like fifteen hundred dollars. Right. Like, that, what are you doing? You well, know, like, but then you quote, you know, she's fucking herself with salad mixing. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck she's doing. It was well, and then there was that scene where with she those was terrible wigs. She was doing the was like, uh, she was doing the scene with a uh, cucumber. And then they cut up the cucumber and put it in a smoothie and the girl drinks it. I fucking cried. I was laughing so hard. That was pretty fucking that funny. That was great. That was a good tension that you have like, oh, please don't drink it. Yeah. Like, and, and, and you I, want some? So, yeah. She, and, then, and then I was thinking to myself, like, wouldn't you tell your friend not to eat that? No. Like, you really? No. I don't know. If I it just, was Jenny, I, I probably I was would. expecting her to go... Oh, it kind of well, tastes fishy. If she, that would have been funny, actually. But I mean, if you think, if you consider the situation where she's trying to hide this, they don't. None of them know that she's doing it. No right. one does. So of course she's not going to say anything. You know. So sure. if I was her in that situation, the I would probably only I would maybe tell Jenny, like my best friend for like fifteen plus fucking it. years before she would drink it. That that's I fucked myself with that. Right. You know? <laughs> but anybody else, if I'm trying to hide that shit, I probably wouldn't have said it. Like, yeah. I probably would have just sat there and been like. She had like this whole bowl of, of vegetables and bread. Yeah, I loved it. And she comes in. You're she, supposed to share those. She had like a French. Uh, a French loaf. A yeah. French loaf. Like, like, girl, you did not fuck yourself <laughs> with that bread. <laughs> that should be soggy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another. It was just over the top. And that just proves that I, I kind of felt that it was silly for them to delve into that. Because I'm like, you guys don't. Oh, some of the it kills happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It's just uh, silly. Like some of the kills in this movie were pretty cool, actually. And I mean, mm-hmm. some of them weren't like amazing or anything, but they did the job and they I think they did a good job with them. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing that just kind of went on for a long while that I actually really enjoyed. And I thought that the girl Olivia, her death mm, was really was good. One of my favorites because she gets killed with a uh, meat electronic meat carver. Um, and he stabs it in her stomach and it's just like, he's like, it was cool. It's kind of sexual, but not it like was super sexual. Was that what it was? Yeah. Like, so she's just getting stabbed and she's bleeding out of the mouth and stuff. And it was kind of brutal because what they did it on was like, you know, a dummy sort of thing. And they stabbed it in the gut. It looked real. No, it looked really good. Yeah. My I biggest was issue though was where the fuck was that plugged in? Because there was no outlet anywhere near that. That's, yeah. Well, and that drove me fucking crazy. Movie magic. Because he came Mo- out of the shower well, maybe it's behind a, her. Maybe it's a charged one. No. It had a cord. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And that was, and that was, you know what? And that was a continuity issue for me. <laughs> and it sounds so silly. That it is for such a silly movie. That we get nitpicky as fuck about something like that. But I got nitpicky as fuck about it. So yeah. the first fucking thing I said is I'm like, this motherfucker just came out of the shower. There is no extension cord because you'd see it. I didn't even think she about She would have seen it going into the shower. It's not power. Yeah. Like, it's not battery operated because it has a cord because you saw it when she opened it. Right. And I'm like, mm-mm. That shit's not going to reach. Where the fuck did you plug it in? Right. <laughs> like, so that was my biggest issue. So it took away from that scene for me a little bit, which it shouldn't. But in what we do, 
that's something that we look at. Yeah, but I don't it's think I don't think it, I don't try think, not to, but you do. I it's like, but it was what, still cool. It's but still to, one of my just to point desk. this out, like even in Star Wars, like this the new one that just came out. I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys, yeah, but, but don't, there is it. a scene in the movie where one of my friends was pointing out like the like scientific logistics of it, and I'm like. Really, dude? It's a movie. Really? Just just let it go. I, so I, I don't want to get into that territory. I get that. Yeah. And I get that. It's just, for me, and especially with this movie, it doesn't, it doesn't matter as much because this obviously is, it's aware of itself and that it's ridiculous. Right. That's why I don't care. So that's why know? I don't look into it too it's much. It's like Killing Day. Like, he didn't even swallow a turkey. It's just no, a- Thanks Killing is just full of fucking It's bullshit, like a fucking, but, <laughs> it's yeah. literally a PNG file that he swallows. That's just where my brain goes. Yeah, I understand. With all of that considered, uh-huh. that's still one of my favorite deaths in the entire movie. Right. Because it was fucking legit. It looked really fucking cool. They did a really good job. So I don't want to take away from that. That's right. just something that I instantly, my, my brain went, wait a minute. Okay. No. Do, what about, <laughs> like, do you have any other scene that you want to bring up? I've got one more that I have and then that's it. Yeah, you go. Is really? that the end? Um, sort of. Well, you know, and this is like big, big spoiler, spoiler alert, guys. Like, if you don't want to go this deep, um, this will really pretty much tell you the twist of the entire thing. Um, so, spoiler on. Um, it already was on, but, you know. Uh, anyway, so that, you know, you find out that it's the carolers, which, you know, you said you knew. I didn't really know. But when I, it, it didn't really matter. Uh, the part that I thought an opportunity was really missed and I think could have been done better is when the, one of the carolers gets asked, why are you doing this, by the main chick. And I was like, oh, cool, this is going to be funny. Mm-hmm. And like, it, there was parts that were funny, but they weren't different enough from one another, and they weren't edited together properly, in my opinion, to make that scene work and pop as I wanted it to. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, cool, he could be like yelling at his mom or like, you know, like eating pudding or whatever the fuck. But it was just like, it was almost like it was just so disjointed that it just, that whole scene that could have been really funny didn't it, land. I hated it. It, it. it wasn't, I don't want to say I hated it. I hated it. It just, I felt like it was a missed opportunity. I hated that fucking twist. Mainly because I saw it from a fucking mile away. I don't know how you saw that. I don't, but I, I don't know how I did either. We but don't I need knew to it. get into there. But. I fucking knew it. And right. like instantly, I like our first fucking interaction with those goddamn carolers, and it was literally when like they splash water on them or whatever when they drive by, and I'm all, mm, they're part of it. Oh, okay, that and makes sense. And I was like, what? <laughs> like that's what I say. They're throwaway yeah. fucking car- like what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, Mm-mm. Nope, they're going to be part of it. You watch. <laughs> Especially that one in the fucking hat. Okay. It went straight to the fucking strangers. Yeah. It was so heavily fucking borrowed from that to me. Like, I, I don't know. But I mean, it's hard to do like a home invasion slashery type thing without kind of feeling that way, especially right. with three characters. Well, and I'm sure they borrowed from something else too. Absolutely. Which, yeah, and they and they did in a way. They, made they didn't it, tell why they were doing it. No, but... but Oh, because you were home. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, which is one of the greatest answers ever. Right. That. But I don't know. I agree with you on it was a big missed opportunity because it was. Why are you doing this? Yeah. And then he goes, you really want to know? You really want to know? And then they go into that whole montage was, of him taking several hours to explain it. It was dumb. Which they show the, the, the time or the clock on the stove. It was kind of funny, but at the same time, again, it was delves back into the forced humor aspect of it. Like I was like, yeah. we could have done something 
clever with that and they well, tried I, i've seen other movies where they do stuff like that like that moment or that that kind of running gag or that not a running gag but that gag where they it's like you know oh, it's taken forever yeah and and i liked that i liked that the i think that would it could have been a, a better moment i don't know I, I just didn't like that twist plain and simple i didn't right. like it because i saw it coming and then they didn't do a good job of tying the characters in well and they need each other he doesn't even really explain it he's just like talking to a baby doll one second it's and, weird and <laughs> well why is there this like younger girl then there's this dude and then there's a fucking old lady I don't none right. of this makes sense and that's not really even the end why do you guys? know each other so we're not like entirely spoiling it for you no, we'll leave you the very yeah, end it keeps going yeah it keeps going but um, overall um, I don't know I still enjoyed this movie though like it was fun um, I thought it was fun I thought it was for what they did it made me want to go out and make a movie yeah just like Thanksgiving did my biggest takeaway from it was I did not fucking enjoy it at all within because when i was talking to you about it was within like the first like i don't know 30 minutes or so of the movie and i was like this is fucking terrible alex yeah what the fuck really you know (laughs) i haven't seen any of these and then i kept going well yeah well and that's why i was just kind of forewarning you i guess (laughs) i'm like don't expect anything great because it's not great um but then i started to kind of let let go a little bit and just let myself enjoy it yeah and it was it was funny and in some parts kind of interesting whatever it fell flat more than it didn't it had parts i liked in a way that's valuable to me but the biggest takeaway i have from it was after i finished the movie and i started looking into it a little more and i realized that that shit had a six thousand dollar fucking budget then i went back and started to really appreciate what they fucking did with that six thousand dollars they did a fucking great job they went out there and they were like i can make a fucking movie i'm gonna make a fucking movie and they did it they made a fucking movie yeah it may not have been edited perfectly no, it may not have been done perfectly here and there in this but for what they did the camera angles was better than most like put together homemade shit right uh it's not homemade but you know what i mean like right. it actually had a budget and shit no it did I they did really well for what they had and what they had to work with. So right. I was thoroughly impressed. Did it, at the end of the day when I realized that, I started to t- kind of not take it as look at it as harshly. Right. As I was before and I'm like, mm, all right. It's it's definitely a pizza and beer movie, guys. Absolutely. It's, it's You don't a need fun to necessarily to focus on uh no. it's just kind of like go for the ride. Get high, get yeah, drunk. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Drink eat some fucking pizza, hang out with your friends and watch it because it, it's it's that kind of movie. It's fun. Right. It's interesting enough. I mean, it's not a it's not a crazy fucking like trauma film, but it's still pretty fucking good. Yeah, I liked it. Well, we do have another movie that we were uh, given a screener for, and uh, uh, I was actually really anxious to watch this one. I was one. too. Uh, why don't you go ahead? So this one was called Once Upon a Time at Christmas, which I hate the title for this movie. Yeah, it's really long. I fucking hate it. It's so long. I hate it because I'm gonna have to fucking put it in the fucking title of our episode, so and it's gonna be like eight miles long. Fucking long, like yeah. unnecessarily long. It's annoying. They could have come up with a million different names. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> came out this year. It actually came out about a week ago officially. Now, uh, no, it just came out on the 11th. Well, by the time they're gonna listen to this, it's been out for about a week. Yeah. So the December 11th, I believe it came out. Um, let's give you an idea of what the story is about, guys. In the 12 days leading up to Christmas, the residents of the snowy and isolated town of Woodbridge are being murdered in a variety of gruesome ways at the hands of none other than Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Ho, ho, ho. While the small town cops scramble to protect the townsfolk, the killings seem to cater, or I'm sorry, seem to center around one young woman who may be the final victim on Santa's list. As the slaughter continues and the bodies pile up, it seems like nothing and no one may be able to stop the murderers before they complete their deadly take on the 12 days of Christmas. 
Holy shit. <laughs> Mind blown. Um, so obviously we've got a pair of fucking Mr. and Mrs. Claus that are out on a murderous rampage, right? right? Which if you watch the trailer for this movie, I had a fucking lady boner. Right. No, long. yeah, the, the the trailer sold me. Incredible. Yeah. Right. So this movie was directed by Paul Tanter, who has done um movies such as Shame the Devil, Kill Ratio, and Jack Falls. And it was written by Christopher Jolly, which I think is so fucking hilariously perfect. Right. Um, who did Age of the Living Dead and Borstal. And also Simon Phillips, who also stars in this movie, who has also written um, Riot, He Who Dares, and Killing the Cure, which I believe Killing the Cure is a TV series. Okay. Um, so again, it stars Simon Phillips, who also wrote this film, who plays the crazy, deranged, burnt-faced motherfucking psycho Santa. No, with one eye. With one eye. Yeah. Which is awesome. British His fella. my fucking favorite, because yeah. he is dope. Yeah. Yeah, he's super fucking British. Nick Conway, I think, is his actual, like, name, right? The character's actual name, Nick Conway I think you might something. be right, yeah. yeah. So he stars in such movies called Jack Falls. Hint, hint. He's worked with this fucking director before. Right. Um, strippers versus werewolves, which I've never seen, but I need to. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was also in Alien Uprising. Okay. And um, it also stars Sela de Gord, or de Gode. It's um, D-E-G-O-E-D-E. I'm probably saying her name wrong, but I think it's de Gode. De Gode. Yeah. Sounds who right. plays Mrs. Claus, um, who hasn't been in as many things as I thought she would have been, because right. she has a, one of those faces. Right. Like, she's very familiar, or she does porn, one of the two. <laughs> Um, but she's been in... Well, I wouldn't recognize her face. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, let me see your boobs. Um, she's been in 11 Blocks, a TV series called The Spell Tutor. Okay. And Naked Fury, which was a short. So she hasn't done a lot of things. She's only done about a, hand, a very small handful of five or six different projects. Okay. She has a couple of like post-production, which, by the way, uh, Once Upon a Time at Christmas 2. What? Already? worked on already. It's in pre-production phases. Side note. Really? Yeah, look, look it up. No, 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 it's fine. I believe you. It was I because he's credited the director. Oh, is he going to be shit, directing it again? Oh yeah, okay. he's fucking credited for it. Is like part dose, and I'm that's like, that's crazy. Why? I can't even believe that. Okay, weird, right? Um, also stars Jeff Ellenberger, who plays Sam, who is the young hot cop detective. Okay. Um, he has only done TV. TV stuff? Uh, episodes like TV here and there. TV series episodes here and there. He's a working actor. He hasn't done a whole lot yet. His resume is pretty short. But, okay. Um, he's done like American Lawman and No Easy Days are like his two most noteworthy things besides like this movie that he's done. Um, it also stars Barry Kennedy who plays Sheriff Mitchell. Okay. Um, who does a very good job of playing the very weary and tired fucking sheriff who just yeah. doesn't give a fuck anymore. Um, he was in. He is also mostly just a TV actor. He's done a couple shorts here and there, but this is one of the only feature films he's done. Um, but he was in an episode of Battlestar Galactica. He was in an episode of Blade, the TV <clears throat> series, um, and this other show called J Pod. Okay. Um, last but not least, I'm going to mention is Laurel Brady, who plays Jennifer, mainly because she's a main pivotal character in this movie, even though she has literally only done two other projects besides this, and they are both short movies. She's the girl. But she's the girl. Yeah, the she's girl. the young daughter or whatever. Um, she's been in a conver- Our Conversations About Love and Billable Hours are the two shorts that she's worked on besides this movie. Okay. I believe this is her first feature. Do you know how much this was made for? Or? Uh, a million dollar estimated budget. Really? Which I was surprised by. I am too. Um, it's probably just like the town, like they had to rent the to town. To rent out. it or something? I don't yeah. know. But I felt like, I honestly, to me, felt like it was more money than a million really? dollars. I don't, I don't, but then, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to gauge that. 
But well, I have some interesting thoughts on this one. Yeah, I, I actually like I'm super intrigued to hear your opinion because you well, yeah, it sounds like you're kind of bubbling about this. I'm not one. bubbling about okay, it. Okay, I was initially. I'm now, now but first it fell of all, short in a lot of fucking ways for me. I have so. to preface this because maybe my expectations mine were too high set me back a little bit because the the trailer um, really kind of put me in a direction now keep in mind guys we're not going to spoil anything for you first we'll get to the spoiler section i actually have notes on what i thought without spoilers and what i thought with spoilers and why uh so it's like first of all when i saw the trailer i was like oh shit mayhem in the streets this is gonna fucking rock like i cannot wait and then when i watched the movie it started to become evident to me that this was more of a typical trope movie that they wanted to try to one not it's not that they didn't want to have fun with it they were trying to have fun with it but i think it at some point lost its lost its way i agree um cuz i mean the idea of seeing two maniacs dressed as mr and mrs claus running around the streets is insanely appealing it's fucking awesome one of them looks like fucking harley quinn which i hated which i thought was a little bit of a cheap stab but in the same regard like the two of them together in particular i wanted to know more about um i feel like we barely got to know them at all agreed until the end and then when you do it felt a little too ridiculous and typical for me to even swallow i almost feel like as if maybe like they you know shooting a film from the perspective of them would have been might awesome. have been probably the perfect angle to shoot from instead of following this sort of typical mystery solve the murder type thing and instead make the bad guys just run around causing mayhem and maybe even like have a side story of this love thing you know between them right like joker and harley quinn would you know what i mean like i would want to see that angle and i think that is a huge missed opportunity now mm-hmm. They found kind of like an interesting enough concept, but that typical trope that I'm talking about that I can't mention until the spoilers, uh, I wasn't too fond of. I, you know, I, I don't want to ruin it. So, oh, but I know the yeah, it's not bad in that sense that that trope or the thing that they grabbed onto as to why this was all happening. We- There's like they're trying to follow a, a typical like um, trope for Christmas. Which I didn't mind that so much. It's the trope at the end that really pissed me off. Um, I'm not, oh, I'm not yeah. saying this is a bad movie because, you know, it is actually really well shot. Um, there are far worse holiday horror films. <laughs> that's for sure. Some of the acting could have been better, but there is some really nice shots, lighting throughout the whole fucking thing, including one single continuous shot that I fucking loved. Mm. I thought was one of the best shots of the film. Uh, I just felt like a lot of the acting really didn't carry the film. Uh, the, the the strongest characters were Mr. and Mrs. Claus, but you, you barely see them. It's like they kill and they walk away. And yeah. it's like, what the fuck? So... Um, I don't know. I just feel like there was a lot of acting that didn't that didn't carry the film, and the camaraderie of the characters outside Mister and Missus Claus were kind of bland to me. Um, I'm not sure if that was just because the acting or the writing that took it for a turn, though. Perhaps 
maybe it was just something that it was trying to take itself a little too seriously uh, when it should have just been a mayhem movie, in my my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think they they missed a huge opportunity with that. I'm not saying it's a bad film. I'm not trying to pick on anybody. You know, I've never made a film, but from right. a viewer's standpoint, to me, I really felt like it needed to have that mayhem. We needed two crazies cause mayhem in the streets exactly. on Christmas and get away with it, and nobody can stop them. That's all you need. Yeah, it's that's really what it would have made it original and then have this really messed up love story right why do you need to have a stupid fucking backstory right to like explain do it, why they're doing it do it like jack frost where it's just like this just crazy stupid. shit but although jack frost did kind of follow that stereotypical yeah. uh cop story but why people go fucking nuts yeah just because they're fucking nuts especially when they try and like incorporate this fact that they went to a fucking loony bin and blah 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 right so just let them be crazy right why do you have to come and build this in completely fucking stupid story i kind of went overboard a daughter and a dad and a stepdad and the mom and this whole fucking stupid i don't want to like totally just slam it i'm not no, saying I don't it's, shit on it. it's still me. a good movie it's just like there there was like some death scenes that had like really insanely poor cg eye in them blood spurting effects uh that were fake so Bad. Yeah, and some of the editing for the movie in general felt like it didn't cut out parts that probably should have. Like, no spoilers here, but one of the dead people has a close-up. and She blinked. And she blinked, yeah. Oh, it drove me I was, fucking crazy. I was like, really? Because I was like, okay, are How so, is she going to be alive? That? She's going to be alive then. Right. right? Like, she's going to be alive. So it, he's going to go up to her and she's going to be breathing, so then that's fine. And she's like, a survivor. No, she's fucking dead. And I'm like, you couldn't have fucking edited that? Right. What is wrong with you? Like, and I mean, it's going to sound like I'm shitting all over this fucking movie and I'm not. Because yeah. trust me, I actually liked it. Yeah, I did too. Um, there's a lot about it that I loved. It's it's I think more it's our expectations. Exactly. We want we, we it, it upsets us because we like the concept, we like certain aspects of it. It just didn't take us where we want we no. wanted to go. And like That trailer is so good. Yeah, it really is. It is so fucking good. Like when you were like I got access to this fucking movie, like we need to watch this and I was like, I have a huge fucking weird boner right now. I'm so excited to watch this. This is amazing. Did you notice also in this that some of the murder implements that they used, you could see it bounce off their body when it was supposed to stick in them? It was bad. It was like it didn't, they didn't cut it right. Right. The editing was just really fucking shoddy. I don't know why. And like, I don't know what happened. It looks so good for that to happen. It just And for a million dollar budget, guys, like... You have somebody obviously going in and editing and working on stuff because there are some amazing fucking scenes in this. Yeah. There is some beautiful fucking camera work. Maybe it was just like rushed. And these aerial shots and like some of the shit that they do is just fucking phenomenal. You know what it could have been? And then you get this scene where you see this bitch fucking blink her eyes yeah. and she's supposed to be dead. Why was that not fixed? And like, it's not it even a silly... Crazy. It's not even... The tone of the movie isn't like something like Secret mm, Santa where it serious. can get away with shit like no, that. No, it's serious. It's a serious film and they take it so seriously that that shouldn't happen in it because it, it, it removes you from the movie. It did. It took me completely out of right. it. Right. It's uh, one of the things... Um, and that's the difference between something like Secret Santa and their crazy continuity issues versus something like this when they have an issue like that. Because in Secret Santa, you don't take 
take it so seriously and sort of literally you're just kind of like haha that's funny and then you're like but this would never happen or whatever you right. know but then you come to this and you're like you're taken for this ride of like holy fuck this could happen because people are n- absolutely batshit fucking bonkers right and they do crazy shit like I wrote, this I seriously and then you see it and you're like god damn it and then right. it's so it separates you it takes you out of that mentality that you've been building up this whole time and it kind of ruins it in a way and that's gonna sound kind of fucked up to a lot of people that something like that kills a movie for you but right. it does well and I overall like I mean I can't say that I hated the movie and I probably went over a little bit overboard but yeah, the no, fact that I sound like we really hate yeah it. no no and and I don't want people to think that like overall like even if the filmmakers are listening I, I I hope that you don't take this like poorly I like have the utmost respect for creativity I can't do what you did I so. can't yeah exactly like I overall I didn't hate the film I just it made me laugh sometimes inadvertently it made me roll my eyes occasionally uh, it even made me appreciate aspects of it that I really liked a whole lot, even though it perhaps didn't meet my expectations or hopes, and it felt like it had been done before, you know? But yeah. only they put a Santa suit on it and made it a holiday horror movie. That's date, what it felt dated. like. Yeah. It felt I, like it had been done before. I still, I honestly, I still really liked it, and a lot of it is just because of visually. Right. How the camera work and the the editing was done as far as like how the lighting oh it's great works out it's beautiful like it, it's really fucking gorgeous the aerial shots are insanely cool some of the acting was a little mm, shitty but it looked pretty it did look pretty it looked like literally really well the shot. best actor is mr claus mr and yeah and well and even mrs i, hate, I fucking hated her oh, really i, I thought she was her. okay and that's because she was too fucking close to harley quinn for me that it, it felt like a dead-on fucking like i'm harley quinn but in a santa suit and i fucking hated it right it drove me fucking well, it's because crazy. of the pigtails first of it all. was because of the pigtails and i wish they would have made it like she looks like this hypersexualized like harley quinn porn star that puts on a fucking mrs claus suit and i didn't i didn't it fell so flat i didn't mind it for me like and i and i wanted to like her because that's in a the real opening minor scene, for me yeah yeah, you know, like I'm like she's fucking intense, and I really like it. Like she yeah. was cool, and I love her. Her whole like interaction with that cop is very interesting, and how they open that movie with that initial interaction, like how long do you think before Daddy's gonna come for me or whatever? And I'm just like, Ooh, right, gross, you know, like. Yeah. I, but I was into it. Yeah, and she what was is she, good? Why don't you let me out? And yeah, let's and have she, the. T- the t- best time of, of the year best time of the year what it was stupid yeah. like little things <laughs> like that but it was still cool and like she was solid rock fucking solid in that scene but then when you get to see her more later she plays this harlequin psycho too well as far as like she plays it too close to harley quinn's character right and not her own version of this like crazy mrs claus kind of thing and there was no good tie in to why they would be Mr. and Mrs. Claus either, which also bothered me. Yeah. Um, because why would they become those two characters? We'll get into the, some more of that later. So, I, I don't know. But did you did you actually, I mean... Overall, though, yeah. I, I actually, I did really like this movie. Okay. Which, it sounds, everything we've said in the beginning sounds like I don't, but overall, I actually really did like it, and I preferred this movie over Secret Santa. My personal opinions on the spoiler-free stuff is... I think it's a good movie. It just didn't push me over the edge to great. Right. It's a it's a decent movie. It's a it's a it's like a, a like a down the middle of the road 
like nothing too special shot well looks well everything else you know could have gotten away with it i think it took itself a little too seriously it should have been more mayhem a little bit more silly yeah, yeah. it just should have been it should have been just aware of itself a little bit more and uh taking a little bit more time i kind of feel like the movie was a little rushed almost maybe I, it was too fast like maybe in post-production though- they just like pushed it no not even just the tone of the movie it just felt like even though it was like an hour and 45 minutes the long. Fact, like, the fact that damn. a dead girl's blinking is really weird to me. It just kills it. I know. I can't go. I can't think of anything but that. It I can't unsee it. it. I can't unsee it. <laughs> I can't fucking unsee it. But honestly, like, it was just missed opportunity after missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I felt like, and the biggest thing for me is if they would have done this with the perspective of looking at it through Mr. and Mrs. Claus's eyes. Right. It would have been worlds of fucking difference. Yeah. Well, it would have been insanely different. Hey, and it maybe been if they're so making cool. part two that they take it that way. Yeah, and why make a god why put a fucking storyline like that behind it? Why? No, yeah. And we'll get into that in the spoiler section here next, guys. So if you want to listen past this, like I would highly recommend you first of all support the horror community. Go out, rent it, whatever you can to see the movie. It's still. Worth I actually watching. ended up renting it anyway. It's still worth fucking watching. So I actually check rented it, it because yeah. I was like, you know is what? It on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking rent it. What does it cost? I, like four I would, bucks. I think rent? it was like five bucks or something yeah, like that. It's worth it. I just you know support your community, support stuff you want to see. Even if it, you know maybe you like it better than we do. Um, maybe it'll be the best movie you ever seen. I have heard some people say that it's it's really good, while others that said it didn't. Like it's got a lower score on certain things, it's but crazy. But after this moment, guys, we're gonna get into the spoiler section, and this is where we're gonna get really into why, uh, what parts really upset us, or maybe we liked or whatever. So you're probably gonna want to tune out if you haven't seen it. If you don't care about that, you just kind of want to go for the ride, and you don't plan on seeing it. Maybe you know, check us out, check this part out. If, if you come back, I don't mind. It's no problem. Just letting you know ahead of time that the spoilers are going to happen right now. So, um, do you want to kick it off? No, go for it. You look at you ready. <laughs> okay, so you know how I mentioned the the trope I couldn't talk about till the spoilers? Mm-hmm. It wasn't the 12 Nights of Christmas, okay? Which is the, you know, the, the advent calendar where you open up the doors in each day. Or it's the song, you know, on the first day of Christmas, my... T- True love gave to me. That's fine. I'm okay with that. It's a little typical, but, you know, I'm sure we probably would have used that in one of our fucking great Um, plots. I love how they tied everything around. Yeah, we make up movies all the time on our episode, and I'm sure we could have grabbed for that, and that's actually a pretty cool thing. Easily. Um, That didn't bother me. What bothers me is that the movie, while it looks and everything it does well, the typical thing that I hated is that he's your father trope. Yeah, that's what I said. And you're my daughter... Like Santa is your daughter, do- I'm your father, and I'm Santa now, and you are my daughter, so you are crazy too. And it's that you know, oh, so you'll just one tick away. All you need is that motivation to push you to be crazy to kill everyone. Right. And I was like, come on, dude. Like that. That. That's where I tuned out. And I bet you that's where they're gonna go with part two. I it, that she's part of it now. And it's like a family masquerade. Oh, man. I bet you that's where they're going. I don't know. I hope not, but I bet you that's where they're going to go. It's too typical for my taste, but even that wasn't as bad to me as as the you can be crazy like me bullshit. Yeah, it was like so I just annoying. I can't I can't get behind that. You just need you just need the right motivation, you know, like what? No. Yeah. No. Nobody's going to just start killing because you had a conversation with them. And first of all, if I was her 
And this motherfucker gives me this gun and it's like, oh, just fucking, I would have shot him. I, You know what it almost feels like? What if, like. <laughs> I would have fucking shot him. What if the like, person who wrote this or came up with the idea had written some sort of fan fiction for Batman and they put Joker and Harley Quinn in the position and they were like, how do we figure this out that they had a daughter and that he was a crazy person and Joker had a daughter and she was like, you know, like this. And then they were like, well, fuck it. I'll just use this. I'll just add a Santa hat. Right. It's and 12 Days of Christmas. Like. or You know what jive. I mean? None of it jives. It didn't. Again, it's another situation where I'm stuck where I knew exactly what was going to happen within the first 20 fucking minutes of the movie. Right. Like, well, I'm I like, mean, I can sniff this out from a mile away and figure out that this is where it's going to go. But in the same regards, like, if we just wanted mayhem, we would know where it was going anyway, too. Yeah, so it's not even, been, that's not even the problem. That's not the problem. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, what it was is, I can forgive, like, shoddy acting. But I have a really hard time taking on the concept of that daughter thing. Like, Stupid. It's overdone, I think. And I think they missed a really great opportunity to push this genre right. into a mayhem movie. It's tired. Instead of why did they do that? The whole 12 Days of Christmas wasn't a bad idea, but maybe a little obvious. Yeah, well, and I really like the, the concept and the idea behind the 12 Days of Christmas and how they incorporated it differently. Yeah. I loved the fucking swan concept. In particular, oh yeah, no, there's, 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 there's 12, really, or what, sure, what was really sure. That's kind of like the seven thing, seven swans of swimming or whatever. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Well, they yeah, fucking they, excellent. They try to set it up like um like seven. Yeah, but it's like the girl's little name is the last name Swan, and then they make seven little fucking origami swans and she's set them one by of the them. pool where they abducted her. Well, there's six, I think, wasn't there? And six. Then she and was she's the, the last one. Yeah, exactly. Fucking genius. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That was great, and all these little little implements. But like, also, how dumb are these? fucking cops <laughs> that it takes them that fucking long into the movie to catch well, on i can forgive that because they're it's a small town right and that's the that's what they're, they played to though yeah well it's a small but town even when the fbi comes in i'm like come on the fbi would figure this shit out in a oh the, dude i gotta mention some funny stuff on that shit when the feds came in they were like there was some funny stuff that happened I like that there was a scene I thought was really funny. Um, but anyway, um, I think that's pretty much it for the spoilers on, on our thoughts and stuff. Did you have any trivia on this? Did you find anything? No. Because I feel like the name Once Upon a Time at Christmas, I think of Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which which yeah. is the El Mariachi sequel, Yeah, where the girl and the guy go out and kill together, right? Right. So I'm wondering if they tied it into that? I don't know. I, have, I honestly have no idea. And I did look pretty deeply to try and find something on it or even just like interview something really? like to look into it i wasn't able to find anything i don't know hopefully you did you come up with anything no i i didn't i didn't go into that one because i was like i'm i'm just gonna do the secret yeah, santa I one just, i wasn't able to find anything that noteworthy like at all but well it is brand it new is brand so it's gonna be new. hard to kind of find exactly. it we'll find so, out more as we go but this is gonna be kind of more strictly based on like our opinions really on it yeah versus anything else because it just fucking came out so it's understandable they haven't done a lot of if they've done interviews it hasn't been released yet or i couldn't fucking find it so i don't know but i don't know like i i, I still liked it yeah <laughs> i know i, I, I really again it. it's not a bad movie it just yeah it's average it's like it's right down the middle straight down yeah, the and line. it's and the only reason it's average is because of those few things that i just didn't like and that's on my own personal level right like i just didn't personally like that because i was looking for something that they didn't they weren't making right I, but what the trailer led me to feel like it was going to be exactly that was my biggest issue with it too is it it led me into thinking that this was just going to be a pure like two crazy people that are going out on a fucking killing spree or building up to that moment where they 
do go on a killing spree. Right. And that's what I got from it. And I'm like, this is fucking great. This hasn't been done. This is different. This is fresh. Yeah. It's new. It's cool. The, the characters look interesting. They like, were great. I liked I'm, them both. Even if you didn't like the girl, I still think they were the most interesting people and some of the better actors no, in they the are. movie. They absolutely are. They're Besides the, the, the sheriff, who was decent, too. They're the two most interesting characters to the, me. The way he was Mr. like swallowing his pride during some moments while the fucking mayor who, God, no, I've got some fucking, I, I got some issues with that guy too uh and not to be rude or mean or anything but yeah there was some parts that i was just like what easy not even that not even that just like it just didn't feel right no like he felt like he was older than he was it was weird yeah it felt a little weird uh do you have some favorite some scenes that we could talk about that maybe that you liked and Mm -hmm. or want to point out yeah i fucking love the opening scene when you're first introduced to the fucking mr and mrs claus oh yeah the the detectives and they come on the scene and they see this fucking head (laughs) in a snowbank inside of a fucking bag like a holiday bag oh yeah excellent first of all i love the entire fucking view of blood on snow oh yeah it's Gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, my favorite fucking theme, uh, scene in 30 Days of Night is the aerial view. Like oh, When yeah, the vampires yeah. are fucking killing everybody and all you see is the blood spurt everywhere. But it's gorgeous. You can't fuck that up. Like, you just can't. It looks fucking cool. Right? So, but that initial, like, interaction with those characters and then they go and they kind of do this, like, as they're investigating or looking into it, they kind of do this, like, backtracking where you see them playing out the scene right. as it goes on or as they're trying to discuss. And it was it was cool. It was well shot. It was interesting. It right. was visually fucking stunning. Right. And I'm like, holy shit, that really set the tone and set the pace for the movie, I thought. So I was there's, like, There's I a lot of excited. really good things in this movie, yeah. Yeah, I was excited. And then it like continuously like kind of just went kind of down the middle and then it was like high and then it was really fucking low. Yeah. And then it was back to the middle and then it was really low again and I'm like what is going on? <laughs> like this Yeah, one of the that's ridiculous. one of the first things I notice is that when they when when Mrs. and Mr. Claus, Mr. and Mrs. Claus whatever kill like their scenes are really short they are they're too short and they just walk away and, yeah, that's and, it. and it's like wait what no they're so cool like, come back come back exactly i'm like i was fiending for the scenes with them and right. that was the hardest thing for me because i literally and they try to turn it into a crime drama right yeah i only they turned it into like a christmas version of seven right in like a weird kind of but 12 days of christmas instead of the seven deadly sins but that's with, exactly- with a with a coating a coat a painting of um a Santa hat on it. Right. Yeah. But it, to me, like the closest comparison I can draw is seven because right. it's the same concept of seven deadly sins. This is 12 days of Christmas. Right. And it's two fucking detectives trying to solve this fucking crazy crime and all right. the shenanigans that they get into in the meantime with these crazy characters that are causing all these deaths. And so it's like a holiday seven. Sure. In a way, it doesn't get as creatively vindictive and interesting as Seven does. Yeah, um, because Seven is incredible, one of my favorite movies of all time. But they do a good job of trying to follow that. Definitely not idea. as dark as what I was getting at. Right. It's way more just. Oh, crime. not nowhere near. So that's as dark. that's that's why I didn't want people to be misled. No, this by... is not as dark and and, vin- and vindictive or um, sadistic right. as Seven was. They try to a little bit in a way. You know, where there's no no one's safe. They try with this, like, no one's safe mentality right? kind of thing. So it's not as well thought out of a process, but um, it's still interesting. One of the scenes that me and Christina looked at each other and were like, are you serious? Like, we had this moment. There was a scene where the chief, he's with, he's, like, talking to the mayor. 
He's been trying to, cl- first of all, they're trying to close the mall, okay, mm-hmm. because these Santa killers, whatever, are killing around the mall, I guess. They don't really well, make that clear. Well, he killed the mall Santa. Right. Well, he kills the mall Santa, so he tries to close down the mall. The mayor's like, absolutely not. It's Christmas. We need to fucking have commerce. Like, people need to buy, like, the economy, blah, 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 blah. I don't, and so the chief's like, well, and this other death, ha- a couple of the other deaths happened, and he's like, we need to close the mall, mayor. And the mayor's like, no, we can't let these killings mess up my fucking image and the chief's like aren't you going to the strip club tonight he's like yeah i am i'm also putting back into the local economy and there are a lot of voters there and i'm like but it took itself seriously it wasn't even a joke like and i was like oh my god like what is what is happening right now that's a funny kind of tongue-in-cheek moment should have been a joke should have been right but it was too it was taken too Stiff. serious and you're just like oh no like it felt weird and uncomfortable and skeezy like it didn't feel like it was supposed to be funny right you know and that's I, that was a big hit a big miss for me too like i was just like why is that necessary right why do you have why? another scene that you enjoyed maybe or yes um i liked i actually have a lot that i really enjoyed okay but i every fucking kill scene for the most part i thought was kind of interesting pretty cool yeah but um i really liked in with the girls in the bathroom. Oh yeah, okay. With her friend, like the redheaded slut friend or whatever. Right. <laughs> like, that was cool. Like, and she, you know, she hears the chick fucking crying under the stall, which is Mrs. Claus or whatever. So she goes, first of all, why would you go to peek your head up underneath the stall? I would never fucking do that. But since she goes and peeks her head under the stall and she gets shot with a fucking crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right in the like, face. Terrible fucking effects. <laughs> like the effects were. And just the kinda, angle wouldn't Ugh. even have hit her like that. No. Like what did she do? Like it, it just didn't it was make weird. sense. It was weird. It was uh, it was not quite legit and a little silly, but it was yeah. still cool. Right. You know, no, yeah, and, she no, just, no. and she flops back weird too. Like her direction. Yeah. When she, was she like, comes out, I'm like, what are you doing? Like <laughs> but it, whatever. Anyway, so she comes out and then they like they kill her four friends, but they leave her yeah. alone. But that scene is really interesting. And any scene with um the actor that plays Santa, Simon Phillips, he's legit. Right. Like he is fucking legit. Like he is the best character in the entire movie to me. He's the best actor in the entire movie. He he plays that character very, very Which well. Which one is it? The Santa, Simon Phillips. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. Who's also, who wrote it too. One of the writers okay. on it. But he just, he was fucking cool as fuck. Like every scene with him in it, I'm like, oh, I need more. That's what I'm saying. Like I want Yeah, like see, that's what I'm saying, man. Like I wanted to see those characters. He's... Everybody else was fodder mm-hmm. and the whole crime drama needed to be gone. Right, he It just needed to be silly, kind of like dark humor and like run with it absolutely that's what i feel like like those characters are strong right and they should have shined more than anybody else uh i think that they sh- yeah i don't know it's yeah, hard no, to explain absolutely everything feeding. that every time i saw them up into the point where they talk to the daughter and tell her that she should be crazy too was did, gold yeah it didn't make sense he's not the joker right okay he's not able to convince them it's not about like handing fucking two-face a coin mm-hmm. and saying introduce a little chaos right you know it's not it wasn't it wasn't strong enough i understand understand what they were going for and it just missed but there was a really cool part like that made me laugh so (laughs) okay first of all like it you feel okay they don't tell you that it's the 12 nights of christmas right right so it's pretty quickly you figure it out but the cops don't but forever but you do but literally one of the federal agents that they call in says oh they're missing one 
We're right. missing a kill. There's one, two, and four. Where's the, the Where's the third? He's like, "What are you saying? There's a third one?" And I'm like, "Well, that's the Twelve Nights of Christmas right there, like within the first scene, like one of the first scenes." You know what I mean? So it's like, but it, there's a scene, there's a shot where all the like feds are in the cops, uh, the the police station. They're working with the cops. Uh, one of the guys from the feds at the police station goes to get a coffee and. He's like joking. There's all this camaraderie with everybody in the room. By the way, perfectly executed fucking uh, scene. By oh, the way. awesome. One I thought that favorites. was great. I thought that was one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Uh, doing those single shots like that are always hard, especially when you got that many people on set in that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not easy to do. Somebody's going to fuck something up. So he walks out of the room and he comes back with his coffee and everyone's dead. Everyone that he was had all this camaraderie with. I thought that was beautiful. I love that. I love that shot. I thought it was really cool. And then the funny part that really fucking made me crack up after this happened. So everyone's dead. They got the autopsy guy, the the, like cadaver guy, the guy that like does the CSI bullshit. He's like looking through all the stuff and the chief says, we're going to need more feds down here. And it was almost like, hey, we need more meat for the grinder. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it felt like. So I thought that was like, really. You just killed all your feds, fool. Yeah, it was inadvertently <laughs> funny, but it was like I don't know, it kind of fell out of place. Like, yeah, it was silly. Yeah, it's like I need more gas for my car. How do we burn through these people? Like, <laughs> like obviously the feds went, but yeah, how that, do we that... keep them from killing me? <laughs> right, that was. I thought that I, I really loved that single shot. It's no, not easy to pull that off. That seems great. Yeah, it was done well though. Yeah, like the actors all did really well in that spot. I thought it was, you know, that was like one of my favorite things about the whole fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Visually, also too, with the lighting and everything, it was just stunning. Yeah, it was absolutely. Stunning. Yeah, they did really good lighting in that movie Fuck too. Yeah, they did. There's like a part where he's like the chief is like talking to one of the officers, the main uh, deputy or whatever the fuck he is. Yeah, he's like they walk down the hallway and then the lights on him in the doorway and everything else is dark on either side. That was so perfect. Like the director of photography did a really good job. It's like, awesome. Yeah. So anyway, I like that it was left open. Yeah, I agree. The ending. Trying to think if, yeah, the end. I actually, I really, I did like the end. But I just hope a lot. Uh, and I'm not saying that we know everything or anything this. like that. Yeah. But I really hope they leave the daughter out of it. Fucking please. Just leave it out of it. Please. Just show crazy people killing people and going <laughs> wild and make it somewhat silly and not so serious. Yeah. Dark humor, funny, and just having fun together. Two killers killing together for fun. I think would make a hit movie, and if you did the second one like that, I think it would just be perfect. Just kill her off or something. Because we want to see that. I really, I <laughs> really want to see these characters go wild. Let yeah. them be fucking crazy. Do one-liners. Do fucking crazy make kills. Make it silly. Make it silly. Not, not like over the top silly. You can just do it in a cool, silly way. Yeah, dark humor. Go yeah. for it. I have. There's so much potential for this, and that's why it, I felt so disappointed is yeah. because it didn't hit where I thought it was going to. So, I yeah, don't know. What are your final thoughts on this? I still honestly really, really enjoyed this movie for okay. the most part and a lot of it was because I just really liked um, Sant- like Santa Claus killer character. He carries the movie completely for me but a lot of the kills were really cool um it was just shot beautifully again we've already discussed how great the lighting was but it was like it was a cool ride to watch from start to finish as far as just visually being taken on a ride for this movie the story while it 
could have obviously been a lot better. It was still decent. They did a lot of cool tie-ins there and explanations and how they did end up doing the 12 Days of Christmas concept was interesting. So overall, I did actually like it. It may not sound like it, but I actually did. Yeah, and you know, and as far as my opinion on this, like I do I I like the movie. I just like the concept so much more that I had so much higher expectations for it. I feel like this movie, as I mentioned before, is really like someone who had written Batman fan fiction mm-hmm. who also liked crime drama and slapped a Santa hat on it, um, which is fine. You know, you, you create things that you like, you know what I mean? Like you get inspiration from certain things and I'm not trying to attack. I feel like I've torn this movie a new one I know. Um, and I'm not trying to be that. It's that I want it to be good. Like, I love those characters, and I want those characters to shine. And in my opinion, I hope, my hope is, is that part two, they just unleash the fury. Yeah, we just wanted more. Yeah, I I really want these guys to go out town to town like Phantasm and just cause mayhem. And fucking every Christmas, they show up at every fucking town, and they fucking cause mayhem, man. Like, have fun with it. Don't take it seriously. Take some one-liners in there. Have some fun killing people. Have some... I want to hear that British guy talk, because he's got a great voice. Uh, uh, Simon is amazing in it. Uh, The chick is even... She's fun. Like, I feel like there needs to be a little bit more camaraderie with the two of them. Yeah. But he's yeah, like a Santa, like if Jason Statham put on a Santa suit, I'm like telling totally you, man, he reminds me of. <laughs> I could be wrong about this, but I swear to God, this is fan fiction for fucking Batman. It feels like it. Joker and Harley Quinn and the two of them, like with this weird crime drama thing. But I think it's an average film. Unfortunately, uh, I I have high hopes for the sequel. I hope I will watch it. I will yeah. watch it. That yeah, says something to you guys. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I, I definitely probably will watch this again at some point. I don't think I'm like super excited for it because of the daughter father thing. And it's, and it's my fault. You know, I shouldn't expect things, but the trailer kind of like pushed me in that direction. It got me really excited. So I don't know, but guys, if you, if, if you've seen this movie or you haven't, what do you guys think about it? Um, have you, are you interested in seeing it? I hope that we didn't like completely abolish any kind of feelings about it. We're just very passionate about it because we like the concept. Um, well, it's, I mean, it's still my pick, so. Of the two? Yeah. Really? It is. Okay, Hands well, down. I'm going to disagree with you on that. That's fine. My, I figured you were going to. <laughs> so out of Secret Santa and and uh, Once Upon, Once a, upon time. a Time, the thing about Secret Santa is it was self-aware. Right. Okay? Who am I? You know, I'm just some guy talking on the fucking mic. <laughs> I But... Secret Santa is tongue in cheek and it's silly and it's ridiculous and but you expect that from that movie. Whereas Once Upon a Time at Christmas is insanely well shot, has a way bigger budget, should have been more self-aware of what it was than it ended up being in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So for that reason I give it to Secret Santa. I look at it as what movie I would watch again and I wouldn't watch Secret Santa again unless I had to. <laughs> I would. Even though it's only like an hour long, for the most part, I was bored out of my fucking mind. <laughs> so, and just annoyed because it was literally... It's longer than an hour, isn't it? It's a little over an hour. Yeah, I thought it was like 18, 118. Yeah, but it's still. I'm only a little over an hour. Like, it's pretty short for a movie, like a full-length feature, but like, gun to my head, I had to watch another one of these movies again. I would rather watch Once Upon a Time at Christmas. Okay. For a lot of reasons. Well... It was more entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. visually it was far more stunning to me the kills were cooler the, they were more interesting it was and it had better acting 
Oh, yeah, definitely. And even though the story took a fucking stupid twist, it still had, to me, it had a better story. Yeah, I agree. So that's where I'm coming from on it. So um, it is, I would it's rather It's really watch. hard to compare them. They are really hard to compare. But as far as I'm just looking at it, like I said, of what I would rather watch another time okay. again, and it would be this one. And I am actually looking forward to the part two that they're going to be doing. So hopefully if that it still happens. I know. But it did say it was in like pre- production phases or whatever and i'm like bring it on well don't let the fucking daughter be involved because i will turn it off i liked both the movies um i just give right and and these are so close in nature as far as like score wise i still give it to secret santa but i still think i'm still looking forward to seeing the second one of once upon a time at christmas 2 and i for the love of God, I fucking hope that they go wild with it. Just let fucking loose. Yeah. Have fun with this shit. I don't know. We'll I think see. she should just like go on with her life and then they go off and take town by town like Phantasm. I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I kind of wish this is like where it started in the beginning, yeah. but you know, whatever. That's not what happened and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I can't fucking make a movie, so good on you. Thanks for making a movie. Yeah, and I, I hope, didn't hate it. And I hope if you guys who are making these movies understand that we're just giving an objective opinion. We absolutely yeah. adore horror movies from a general perspective. But I want to know what you guys who are listening think. I mean, what do you think of these movies? Um, do you think we hit the some of the points that maybe you agree with? Do you, do you not agree with it? I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my opinion may not be what you think of certain things and what your expectations are maybe different than one of us so um i don't know what do you guys think which one do you these two do you like more uh did you like or dislike any of these movies do you will you watch or not watch any of these movies let us know in any of the comment sections of anything that we post anywhere please let us know because we love hearing from you guys um with that said if you haven't already please do go to longlivethevoid.com to check out any of our stuff that we do we do horror shots we do make up grave plot segments we have tons of stuff on there we've got a lot of really great writers that are writing for us right now and i'm not one of them uh I'm not either. But you should check it out because I, I've never done a video game review if you can. But uh, other than that, I hope you guys have an amazing holiday season. We will not be here next week, but we will be returning on the 4th, I think, of, yes, the 4th of January and, uh, and during this time, if you haven't already and you've missed some of our older episodes, this is a perfect time for you to check them out and see what you think. So Do I it. will be streaming, game streaming probably during this week while the holiday is going on. So if you guys want to check that out, you can. I'll put a link below. So have a good holiday. Stay safe. Don't get fucking stupid. Yeah, be get safe, stupid. guys. I don't know. Yeah. Just have a really good time with your families or with yourself. Merry Jismas or whatever you got to do. Whatever you celebrate. (laughs) Whatever you celebrate. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Whatever. Something. Yeah, we hope that you guys have a safe one and stay happy out there, guys. Thank you so much for this year. We appreciate you guys. I also want to thank Secret Santa and, of course, Once Upon a Time at Christmas for providing us with uh, screener copies. You guys rock. Thank you so much for taking the time for that and thinking of us. And uh, we'll be back with a brand new uh, brand new year with all of our top five favorite things oh, about this past year so you're going to want to stick around it's going to be a lot of work on our parts to figure this shit out because it's not easy going to be ridiculous <laughs> so thanks again guys we'll see you next or the following week happy holidays monsters and happy new year <laughs>